Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. I've heard people have bad English, make all kinds of mistakes, and they still have such a loving, kind spirit that they get the job done. So what's more important? It's the spirit that you operate in is more important than what you say. Isn't that interesting? And I'm not licensing you to talk bad, but the spirit in which you speak is much more important than what you say to people. So Paul, uh, you know, he said, you began in the spirit and you're trying to become perfect in the flesh. In other words, the spirit saved you so if it saved you, how can you clean yourself up when you couldn't save yourself in the first place? So if you start out being saved by grace and you try to get works into anything, you'll become like Pharisees and Sadducees and legal and get into a lot of religious arguments. But people will not listen. So the principle, now the reason I brought that up, now I'm talking to you about, about faith and trust today and about finances. But everything is a principle to me. I don't, uh, it, okay, I always use the law of gravity. It's a law and it, it's a, it works all the time. So I can build my life around something that doesn't change, right? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Remember I said, if you cooperate with the law of gravity, you, you shape the wings right on an aircraft, it lifts up. But the same law of gravity will pull you off a building. If you, if you jump off a building, you're gonna fall down and die. So one will take you up, one will take you down, but it's the same law. You have to know how to work with it, right? So we're going to have a principle here. That means in money, marriage, children, and health or anything, you can start out in the spirit and you can end up switching to take control of it yourself instead of trusting God. You might be believing God for your kids and fixing them all the time and you're not going to get any results because you say you're believing God, but you walk around and try to repair them every day. I'm going to fix this. They're doing this wrong and I'm going to move this part over here. And they need to know about this. They need a revelation. And you talk and talk and talk and talk, but they don't get it because... They have to get it by revelation instead of by mechanical repair. All the words you said are true, but you're not getting the expected result because it's in the flesh instead of in the spirit. You can pray in the flesh. Have you ever, I've done it. I've been trying to muster up Holy Ghost and pray in tongues. You know, your tongues will work or your prayer, your English will work, but the spirit and what you say it in isn't, isn't right. So anyway, we're going to talk about health for a minute. Joe, turn to Job 13, or, or they'll put it up here for you. Amen. You know, I want, if I could, I'd have put up both translations today, NIV and King James, because I, I really think they both say something. It says, keep silent and let me speak, then let come to me what may. Now, go ahead and keep going. Why do I put myself in jeopardy and take my life into my own hands? It says, keep silent and let me speak then let come to me what may. Do you know what I hear when I read that? Integrity. In other words, let me talk to God the best way I know how. Don't you program me. This is Job when he's in trouble and his friends are coming around. And everybody thinks they ought to be telling him. 
He's saying, let me talk to God with my own integrity and whatever happens to me, happens to me. He knew the power of being honest with God. He knew he might be wrong, but God's going to have to hear him out because how can he be repaired if he's programmed? Hey, there's freedom in there if you're listening to me today. How many people, we go, well, you better do this, and we formulate them, and they don't get it, and they miss it. I, I know this might sound bad, but I think you can go to God any way you are just so you don't disrespect him or dishonor him. But you're allowed to say, look, I don't understand. I'm miserable and I don't know why and I need your help and I'm stuck and I want to kill everybody. And I know I don't know something. What is it that I don't know? That's a prayer, by the way. That's a real prayer. Or you could get, you know, God, fix some help, you know, but you got to be honest with where you are because God only works where there's truth. He can't work in, in a false environment. Go to that next scripture, please. So he says, why do I put trust in myself in jeopardy and take my life into my own hands? He knew enough to know he can be honest with God, but he still knew he, didn't, he couldn't take control of his life. He still had to leave it in God's hands where it belonged. I think Job was really wise, really wise, though he slay me. Yet will I hope in him and I will surely defend my ways to his face. Interesting, he said, I'm going to talk to God face to face. Now, if you can do it without arrogance, believe it or not, you're allowed to tell God how you feel. He says, I'm going to talk to God face to face and let him tell me what I'm doing wrong. I, I'm not promoting independence. I believe that's why God has spiritual leaders in your life. But to be honest with God is better than being fake. It's better than being fake. Now, uh, now we're going to go to King James translation of the same thing. Please, if you would. Thank you, Lord. I'll read it from here if I have to. Job thirteen fourteen. Wherefore do I take my flesh in my teeth? And put my life in my own hand. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain my own words before him. Do you see how different translations, this one says it with more honor to me. But I read, I read a lot of translations sometimes when I want to find a way to articulate what I want to say. I, I preach out of King James because to be honest with you, I think it's a gracious toward God. And it's, it's, not, it's, just, it's just an honor. In, it, in King James, it's, it might not be in some of the translations. So, uh, now here's a trap for you. You say, why are you bringing this up? Because all this has to do with a lot of things. Wherefore do I take my flesh into my own teeth? Now, this is what I think of when I think of that. Have you ever gnawed at yourself with your own mouth? Tearing your own life up with your own teeth and your own mouth? And put my life in my own hand. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. In other words, you start, God says one thing about your life, but because you're angry, because you're going through something, you start ripping it up. Now, the reason I could talk about this is I have battled that most of my life intermittently in my anger. Uh, it's a big trap. And, and, and I'm, I'm telling you this because it's going to cover a lot more areas than just money. Angry and bitter, self-hatred, destructive patterns. 
You almost sabotage yourself or, or inflict personal pain on yourself so you can, so nobody else can. Does anybody identify with what I'm just saying or you think I'm crazy? Now I'm telling you, you might not know it when you do it, but you're so angry that you almost hurt your own self. There's something in you that's self-destructive, a self-destructive pattern that you break your own stuff, run your car too hard or do whatever you do because you're angry and, and you're angry with yourself and with God. He's saying that I'm not going to get angry and bitter and destroy my own life with my mouth and say things that God, like God's dead, like he don't care and, and it doesn't matter. His own wife was encouraging him to do it. She said, why don't you just curse God and die? So he didn't have support around him even to keep his tongue right. He was, his friends were going to criticize him. His wife told him to forget it and die. And he had to maintain his integrity with no support except his relationship with God. I think Job was great. No support from his wife, no support from his friends. And he's telling them, I don't know what I don't know, but I'm going to be honest with God and we're going to, I'm going to go to the end with this thing. I think it's great. I think it's great. So anyway, may God heal you if you have that inside of you because that's from abandonment. Uh, when you've been abandoned and you think you're going to be abandoned again, you can you get so mad you just want to rip up everything. I've, I've, I know that behavior. I've battled that for years. I know it when I see it. Please forgive me, young people. Or, but when I see it in you, I don't know how to tell you, but I know what it is. I look right at you and think, how can I teach you or help you understand that you're not abandoned and that God loves you and you don't have to destroy your own life? But they can't see it just like I couldn't see it. You've got to pray that they get it because it's something that has to come by revelation. You can't get it unless God shows it to you. We're going to get back to trusting God for money. We'll start with a question. What is money to you? You know, money, uh, it's security, power, success. You know, what does money do for you? Some people, it makes them feel uh, secure. Some people get proud. Some people get arrogant. Some people relax and don't work anymore. I mean, it has different effect on everybody. Some people get a little bit of money and they, take, they start calling off and they don't go to work. Some people get aggressive and, and covetous and they want more. I think it just depends on how you are inside and how cleaned up you are inside with God, what, what your result's going to be. But there's no, I don't think any result is any worse than another. If it makes you lazy or arrogant, they're both still sin, so what's the difference? It just has a different effect on each person. Uh, you know, does it make you feel safe or whatever? Now, this is a natural answer, and, and the, this I got from... Uh, guy teaching about money. It says, it, I liked it. I mean, I wouldn't tell you if I didn't like it. It's a container to store your economic energy until you're ready to deploy it. That, is, that, believe it or not, that is a really big deal. Because if you're just living pay to pay, you don't see it as a place to store what you've done with your life so you can deploy it when your kids go to school. You can deploy it when you want to. You just see it as a consuming cycle of spending and working, spending and working, never realizing that it can be a stored source of energy that you can deploy when you want it to be. How many people just live pay to pay and can't see it that way? When you see it that way, it changes how you deal with it. Now, you might think that's a strange answer, but your time, your life, and your freedom, the ability to go to work or to choose what you want to do, 
have been used to attain that. In other words, you've just spent all of your time in life for that money, and you didn't you're, you can't recapture your time and you can't recapture those years. So you're spending it and using up your life and not seeing it as a store of wealth for you for a later date, even if it's two years. And you create this cycle of working and paying and working and paying, not realizing that it's a storage place of wealth. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. In chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John, God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other means than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.mfcministries.net. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001 001- or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right.